He's being arraigned tomorrow, and I'm going to see him. Because the people who are supposed to protect you from the monsters turned out to be monsters themselves. And it almost killed you. We need the sun to come back out. After so long. I think we deserve the sun. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. And might I say, I love hearing... You know, I hate this month comes, but I love hearing the, the music into this month. That yeah. just... Gets me all excited again. It's great. It is. So funny thing about that piece of music. I've I've mentioned it before that we used it in our um the ice show for the for we did were scare for uh, yeah scare yeah. or care ones. So um and I'm gonna do the normal intro, but I need to tell the story. I just think it's great because I'll forget otherwise. So we're having dinner and for the last basically month we've kind of as a family decided we're not going to watch TV. We just kind of have music on in the background so that the four of us can just kind of chat about our days and whatever, right? Yep. And so you know, since it's turned Halloween or uh, October the last few days, we've been having uh we switched I literally just typed in Halloween um on Pandora and it just plays different, you know, pieces of music that are Halloween themed. And it played a piece of music from, oh, darn, what is the movie? Oh, crap. It was a... Uh, cri- give, me, give me what it's about. I can't think. It was like a Christmas kind of a movie, but yeah. it had a Halloween kind of a feel to the song. I can't think of the movie. No, you're not talking about um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Not Nightmare. Um, we played that. That one, that one gets played yeah. a lot in the house. But anyway, my point is, is that my son says... This is not a Halloween movie. I said, but the song is kind of a Halloween. I'm trying to think. Oh, it was... Yeah. Okay, hold on. Sorry, I got you. They were playing... Um, it was the song that they play in Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. Um, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, day, oh. Daylight come, Emmy, one, go home. Like, that's not a Halloween yeah. song, but it's in a Halloween movie. Yeah, and it so, makes you think of Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly. So I played that tune that was the that last bit of the intro there. And I said... Yeah. Is this a Halloween song? And he listens and he goes, well, I would say kind of because it uses sleigh bells and they use sleigh bells a lot in Nightmare Before Christmas. And Nightmare is not really a movie about Halloween, but about Christmas. So I think that that music is actually more about Christmas. I'm like, yes, this movie is called Scrooge. It's just another version of the... um, uh, the um, uh, uh, the 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 twelve not the the Christmas the past Christmas future. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I can't think of it either. Andrew, help us jump a in. Christmas, a Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. Carol. Gosh, yes. Jeez, <laughs> it's called Scrooge. It's a Christmas Carol. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, anyway, welcome. I was just super impressed that he he like he figured that out. Yeah, I just thought that was super cool. All right, with all that having nope. been said. Uh, this is episode. Did I even do the cheap seat reviews thing? Yeah, you know who we are. Uh, this is episode yeah, three hundred and sixteen, yeah. <laughs> and tonight we're talking about Gerald's game. Uh, I thought it was Gerald. Is it? No, Gerald. I am. Gerald, <laughs> is this Gerald GIF and Jeff? Uh, I am. <laughs> oh, that is interesting. That it's Ger- uh, Gerald's game and not Gerald's Jame. Um, right. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Will never look at handcuffs the same way, Jimison. <laughs> oh my God, will I ever? <laughs> I, I think that I'm just oh. the thought of handcuffs might make me vomit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Sam, please yeah. put on a shirt, Vector. 
Yeah, you know, I wonder if it was in his contract where, where it was like, listen, <laughs> all your scenes, pretty much all your scenes in this movie are going to be in some, some, you know, boxer briefs and tight-fitting boxer briefs. Yeah. And so, Sean, if there was a way to, to kill you yeah, in, in relation to this movie, right? It's either going to be I, death by dog or... No, no, oh. not at all. I, I would simply stuff about 300 uh, pills down your throat and uh, you'd pop a hole through the roof. Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> gross <laughs> okay <laughs> be pitching more than a tent there because yeah. <laughs> i well I, I was like man i can't be just you know i can't just put him on a bed or a dog and eat it. that's too too easy too, too easy. easy i gotta find something <laughs> something different here oh so. wow yeah, yeah, so 2017 Gerald's game welcome to, to halloween month folks yeah mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. our annual you know, four or five horror movies that we none of us, none of us really look look forward to to watching. I guess you could say, um, <laughs> uh, you know, the month where we found uh, some some really good ones yeah. and some that uh, we will never speak our their names again. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to imagine that just a year ago we were watching Velvet Buzzsaw. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Speaking of one, I don't want to see again. Yeah. Yes. Now, The Conjuring was good and scary, and I don't yep. want to watch that yep. again because it was scary. Life After Beth was terrible, but A Quiet Place yep. was really good. So we all enjoyed yes. that one. Yeah. It seems like every year we do this because this is now our. Find one good. Yeah. There's always one, right? At Mo- least one. Mother was was good. But Interesting. I don't want to watch it again. Doom was terrible, <sighs> which was pretty interesting and good. And kind of yeah. scary. And then The Shining, which I still take heat for not thinking it's a great movie and not really liking. Um, not all of us can be right, Sean. That's fine. No. I mean, I can be but wrong. But then you've got Tucker and Dale, you know, which <laughs> oh. is one of my all-time favorite comedies. Well, yeah. I mean, The Frighteners. Yeah, The Frighteners, Frighteners is another yeah. great one. I mean, I had a good time with oh. The Babysitter. You know, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it kind wasn't of that bad. 80s yeah. camp kind of a thing. Um, Which, by the way, has the sequel now. Yeah, I know. It, I saw that. It, is it the same girl? No, yeah. so she's not in it, but everyone else is. Okay. She's she's off doing, like, that movie where she's getting married and then they hunt her in the house or something. Like, she's yeah, doing those okay. kind of movies. But everyone else is is back and bored. Ready or not, was it? Yeah, yeah, ready or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is going to be another month. I guess I can just go ahead yeah. and tell you guys what the movies we're doing. So we did Gerald's Game this week. Next week we're Gerald's doing Game. Um, We Summon the Darkness. I know nothing about it except that uh, Alexandria... Alexander Cortez Dario is in it. Um, oh. Then we're doing something that Sam is making us watch called Midsomar. Yeah, Midsomar. Um, Midsomar. I have no idea what it is. Yeah. And then lastly, we're doing Train to Busan. Isn't that Shakespeare? I don't know. Uh, it sounds like something Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's Samar's Night Dream. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Train yeah. to Busan is our last one. It's, it's the same guy. It's a Korean, li- Korean language, so bear in mind that it's going to be in subtitles. It is subtitled. You're right. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. So clips will be weird. Uh, but this yeah. is the same guy what directed Snowpiercer and Parasite. Yeah, the think Academy Award winning. I think so. that's, I think I'm right there. So yes, I'm looking forward to that. It's, it looks to be terrifying and zombies and trains and stuff, but it, yeah. I've been told it's really, really good as far as zombie flicks go. So I'm actually kind of, maybe that'll be this that movie for this month. Who knows? Who knows? It could be this one. We'll see. It could be this one, but it's not. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald's Game 2017. This is a Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. Uh, made for by uh, and by Netflix, so it's a Netflix. And you could tell because they use a lot of Netflix actors and actresses in this movie. Do, yeah. they, do they really? I mean, the, the Haunting of Hill House is basically the the mother oh, you're and father right. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah, I did see some trivia that there's a lot of Haunting of Hill House in this. Um, it's just funny you say there's a lot of actors and actresses. There's only like eleven people in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like, so two out of the eleven, if there's eleven. Yeah, you're right. I mean. Okay, I'll put it to you this way. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Of the, I don't know, maybe 20 people that are in this movie, only 11 have pictures on their IMDb account. Oh, wow. So. Cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Which is kind of typical for horror films, if, you know, if we yeah, really think if about you, it. 
if you use a a name brand actor, it's almost like plot armor. That's why Scream got us all off kilter because of Drew Barrymore and her her killing in the first five minutes of that film. Yeah. Right. Remember when they were yeah. they're promoting it with her, and it was just it was the perfect way to to get you into a. a, a you remember a horror uh, movie. not a horror movie, but they did the same thing with that executive decision movie. They have Steven Seagal's face on yeah. the poster, and he dies <laughs> in the first seven minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. I kind of like that though. Well, I, I mean, like that, to yeah. be to usurp my expectations. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm and that, that. that makes me happy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wasn't so, he sucked out of a plane in that one? Or something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember, but it was like something very unceremoniously. It was, it was one of those things where he, like, he had to stay behind in the dying plane so that the yeah. team could get aboard, and he had to like shut the door, and then he was gone. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Was um oh the Mark Wahlberg Will Ferrell movie when um they jumped off the roof? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When the Rock Samuel and Jackson Sam Jackson. And... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. That I didn't see that right? coming at all. No. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. So. So Gerald's so this movie. So Gerald's game. So I um. I was a little nervous about this movie because it's a Stephen King adaptation, and yeah. Obviously, there's a couple of exceptions, but it feels like more of the Stephen King books into movies are terrible. Yeah. And I know it feels like recently they've been figuring it out. You know, obviously we have the great Shawshank Redemption. But, um, and I know that, uh, what is it, um, Doctor Sleep, I've been, I've heard is, is really good. Yeah, I also yeah, want to see that one. Yeah. And, but there's also like a lot of, you know, and the Green Mile is really good. Mm-hmm. But there's also, you know, like Maximum Overdrive, which is terrible, and yeah. Cujo, which is terrible. And uh-huh. well, there was there was kind of a well, there is a. It's either okay. Let me get my frame of thought together. Yeah, Stephen King movies are either really good or really bad. Yeah, there's very few in the middle game you know I, I might just put this one in the middle but you've got things like Shawshank Redemption you know even the it movies were, were great even the old and the new ones are, are good movies um the shining I know you don't like but it's generally considered to be a masterpiece mm-hmm. you know that but then like you said you've got pet cemetery you've got apps pupil you've got some of these other just kind of big name Stephen King movies that just turn out to be kind of poopy yeah yeah. So it, it's a hit or miss. I, I like how there's been a bit of a renaissance with Stephen King. Now. There has. There really has. Now, even even in our renaissance period, they still poop out something like The Dark Tower. And, yeah. And but if you've, if you've read the book, which I have, it's, a, it's an interesting, cool story. They just can't seem to be able to translate it. Wait a minute. You now, read The I, Dark Tower? I'm always hearing people... Yeah. I'm sorry, Sean. I, I, I'm always hearing people say that books are more interesting and, and books are better than the movies. And I think in the case of Stephen King, that might be true. Now I personally yeah. haven't read any and you guys probably have, but could you, I mean, do you think that's the case? I think so. Well, if, if there's any Stephen King book to cut your teeth on, I would highly suggest, um, 11, oh crap, it's a date. 11, it's 11, 7, 64, 11, oh, yeah, or yeah. something like that. The, yeah. It's about JFK and, yeah. and time travel. And it's Which perfectly I've seen show with uh, Franco, but uh, oh, you saw it. the show, okay? So yeah. you probably know the gist of it or whatever. But the book is is flipping amazing. I'm huh. I, I'm I'm amazed that we're discovering this in, on the show. You, what which books of the Dark Tower have you read? Just the first one. Just oh, the, the Gunslinger. One. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on book four of the Dark Tower series. Like right now, I'm I'm doing the audio book. I've been consuming yeah. them like crazy and it's great. It's all really interesting it is, and weird right? and good and and Andrew to your point, it, it's not just like it's not it's not just the comparison like Lord of the Rings books are better than the Lord of the Rings movies. I mean, those are those are right. pretty you know what I'm saying? It, because there's more detail. Yeah. It's more like the books are better because it's they're usually really weird. Right. And yeah. and sometimes 
the you can't it doesn't translate very well to a movie. I mean, the original It that I watched, which I know I've told the story that I watched it backwards, but yeah, the original It is kind of not a good movie. There's nothing really the the, the creepy parts is because it's of Tim Curry. Tim <laughs> Curry makes it creepy, but when you get to the end of the movie and you find out what It is, it's really bad. Like yeah. there's nothing scary about that weird. Um, animatronic stop motion spider thing. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. scary about that. So, um, yeah. now I do want to, but, but a lot of Stephen King books I will mention is is it's in the characters' heads. Yeah, right. It's yeah. a whole lot of of mental stuff, mm-hmm. which is really hard to put on screen. Right, which is what this movie did really well. I think I I totally mm-hmm. agree when she is debating yeah. between her her dead husband and her other self. I love some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was very clever. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was really clever and really smart. And I thought, because, so it's funny. So Andrew, you watched this one first and yep. you mm-hmm. were giving us a couple, like this part made me want to like look away Duke. and, yeah. and there's, you know, and so and Sam, your comment was simply, Oh good. I'm glad it's not just a movie about a girl, you know, chained to a bed, which yeah, 90% is still that, but I so I watched the whole thing, and I got a little squeamish at the same part you did, and then I went back because there was a part that I found in the trivia that I missed, and I went back to find it, and so I basically ended up rewatching about a third of the movie again um, earlier today, and I realized something in my rewatching in that. This movie isn't about a girl and her survival of the chain in the bed. And no. we're going to do our five-word reviews here in just a second. Guys. We'll, yeah. we'll get there. I know um, I'm kind of going out of order with everything. But it kind of hit me this time is that this movie is more about a girl or a woman, I should say, escaping the bonds, and I use air quotes, bonds of all of the men in her life that have let her down. Yep. It's, it's or who have who have been monsters to her in some way. Yeah, and and I know the the ending kind of says that, right? And that's why I picked that opening yeah. clip. It was like you know, the, we were, they were supposed to protect us from the monsters, but they were the monsters. It didn't hit me the first time I watched it. It hit me like a ton of bricks the second time as I was going through it, thinking, "Wait a minute, this isn't about her getting up out of a bed. This is her, like like." I know it's real, like in the movie it's portrayed as real, but this is almost another one of those moments where like, it almost feels like this is just her coping mechanism to the fact that her husband died. Like She was never actually handcuffed. Like It was all in her head. She's handcuffed to like depression or something. You know what I'm saying? Like It, it yeah, feels it's like... It's a it, metaphor. The whole thing, the handcuffing <laughs> is a metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> to, to kind of steal a little bit of Andrew's thunder from last week. And... I mean, I know it was real because they say it in the movie it's real. But then again, I'm not going to lie. Up until the part at the end when she hands... Um, uh, Moonbeam? Yeah, Moonlight Man is what his character was. I'm trying to Moonlight think Man. of... What was his name in Adam's Family? Lurch. 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 It's the guy that played Lurch in the Adam's Family movies. Um, when she hands him the ring... I thought there was going to be, because it's still Stephen King, so I thought there was going to mm-hmm. be a little bit more magic, demon, something, and then it turned out... I thought out, she was going to lose a toe. Oh, interesting. Because they mentioned that, right? They mentioned at some point, I believe her husband, her dead husband tells her, you know, pretty soon here, that man's going to be back. He's going to want more than the ring. He's going to want your, t- you know, a metacarpal, I think you said. Yeah, or you well. a bone, or you're right. Yeah, he did say that, yeah. Anybody else get squeamish yeah. when she wakes up and she looks down and she sees a picture of him licking her feet? Did that weird you guys <laughs> out? Yes. Okay. Uh, like yeah. either that means that that actor had to lick her feet or somebody else's feet or a dummy's feet, but either way, it kind of well, and and he got well, some feet got well, licked. Yeah. Let, let's do our let's do our five word reviews and then and yeah then we yeah will yeah did um kind of. Are we gonna are we gonna try to find a, a sounder for that? I never did really figure out one. No, for that. just just pick a random. Not a great plan. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah, that works. Mm. Sam, you go first. Sorry, I was taking a drink. All right, so yeah, so I've got two here. Um, the first one is well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. And and the second one is another interesting one room movie, right? Yeah. Like you mentioned. 
this was this was not an Oscar winning movie, right? But I think every single actor in this thing acted their chops off. Yeah. Um, for what they had, um, she totally sold me on being just completely, uh, you know, out of it, helpless in, in this thing without being the typical horror movie. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The victim, yeah. right? She's not just a um, damsel in distress. She has to figure and, some stuff out. You know, you know, the the only problem I have in this movie, right? The only problem is again with my first review is escalated quickly. I think it would have served the movie a little bit more justice, or or, or it would have served it better if they would have showed a little bit more passage of time before crap started made, made the us fan. care about the character a little bit more. Well, no, maybe not I even think that. We, I think we do that. Yeah, yeah. We, and we, it's, we grow a an appreciation and a uh, respect for her as the movie goes on. Yeah, and they do that differently in this one, where it's it's not a build up at the beginning; it's a during, right? It's it's when they start showing what she went through with as a kid, and 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 you know you're starting to see why you know she is having troubles with the men in her life, basically, but. In terms of somebody strapped to a bed, I felt like her starting to have debates with the demons inside her head started a little too soon. Right? Yeah. Like no, they, they mentioned it in the movie that, you know, well, well seeing your husband getting eaten by a dog will certainly cause you to go insane. But I think, I, I don't know, I, I think I would have liked to seen at least a shot where it's just her in the bed and you see the sun rise and set and rise and set or something. Oh, you wanted um, her to go like 12, like 24 hours before she starts talking to herself. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I like, I don't know. There's something about, cause the, cause they do a passage of time, right? Like once she kind of realizes her panic, the camera pans back and then we leave the house and then we come back to the house and that's when she's still kind of crying for help a little bit, but you can tell she's tired. Yeah. And then the hand comes on top and he stands up, yeah. and you're like, whoa, yeah. wait a minute. What? And then he yeah. yells at the dog and stuff, and then that's when he starts going through. That's when you realize that, okay, he, she, she, he's yeah, in her mind. Right with that. Yeah. And then we get the passage of time. It's been five hours, and you've wasted away yelling for someone you know is dead. right? So like, this yeah. is her coming to grips with the reality of the situation. And so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that part, honestly. Yeah. Um, I personally, I have very... I actually have almost nothing to complain about in this movie. I no, no, it, and you know, oh, good lord, when um, what is it? It's not Moonlight Man. What is it again? Yeah, Moonlight Man. Yeah, I think that's Moonlight what he is. Man. Yeah. Um, when when his first appearance freaked me out. <laughs> just, just you know, I knew it was a Stephen King movie, so I knew something strange was going to start happening in terms of that. Um, but did you guys? And maybe. The, we kind of needed the end to wrap up the story about how she breaks free of the of her problems. But I felt it to be a little forced, uh, describing the, the Moonlight Man and how he was a real thing the entire time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I felt like it was, a, it was a, a bookend that didn't quite fit in this movie. And I don't know how else they would have done it, but... I just think her going into the courthouse and it just, it seemed off to me. And maybe it was cause it was, you know, three minutes of a hour and something movie that where you're stuck in the bedroom. Um, it just felt ju- too much of a juxtaposition to what everything else was. Well, the, the, I mean, the way I look at it is she needs that moment at the end to confront because the video, the movie shows us that she's confronting her dad and then Bruce Greenwood yeah. and then Moonlight Man as to say, I I am now okay. I have beaten you. You guys are, you are smaller than me. I am the big one here. Like she is, she's now confronted that and she is truly free of that. Yeah. And that's why the last scene is as she's walking away in the sunset you look up at the sun and you can see as the eclipse is finally ending, like the eclipse on her yeah. life has finally ended. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of really great symbolism in the movie for that kind of a thing. Andrew, what you got? Well, my five word review kind of goes along with what you said earlier. Um, I just simply said prisoner of her own mind. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Rather than, rather than being 
chained, like you said, to the bed. Uh, she's really trapped in her own mind. And the the movie itself, I'm right there with you. I can't find much wrong with it at all. Um, but it, but then again, it's not but, like a a great movie either, right? So it's I have a hard time. You know, if I was taking points away, what am I taking them away with? I, I will say that I I really enjoyed it as much yeah. as I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I told you. But isn't I told that the definition I, of, a, of a good horror movie, right? Yeah, I think I so. I really enjoyed it, uh, that I hated it, yeah. I, I mean, the like you said, the the Moonlight Man, I when, the, when he was first on screen and she's, you know, uh, her vision's blurry and it's dark and... I think we've all experienced that where we think we see something. Uh, I remember my wife woke me up one night and she said, there's somebody in our house. They're standing at oh the end of the God. hallway. Oh, and it, was just, it ended yeah. up being just her, you know, dreaming and <laughs> half asleep, half awake. And there was nothing there, but you know, I think we've all experienced something like that where we, we can relate to that in a sense that, that night, that's the reason I couldn't really sleep after watching it. Not so much the healing off of oh, oh, oh. Um, which oh. that one, I, I, you know, I've seen horror movies and I've enjoyed horror movies and I've enjoyed enjoyed gruesome scenes in movies. But uh, there's a small list, and, and we'll get to it later, <laughs> of movies yeah. that I just... I cannot watch those scenes. And this one, I literally had to, I put my hand in front of my eyes and, and, and turned my head because, oh, it just, it hurt to watch. Yes. They did such, whoever did the, the, the uh, makeup on that spot on job, because that was painful through the screen. I mean, that was just, when you saw the tendons and, and the ripping, oh God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, and the part that really sells it, I think, is not just seeing. This is the grossest part of the movie, obviously. She so to give you a description, if you've not watched the movie, which you should watch this movie before you listen to this show, I think. Yeah. Is yeah. that she? She realizes the only way to get the cuff off is if she cuts part of her hand, so that the, the her her skin will be slick with blood, so she can get the cuff off. The problem is, is she yeah. cuts so deep enough that as she's pulling her hand through. It takes part of her skin, and you do oh. see tendon and sinew and bone, oh. not bone, oh. but muscle, right? And it's not just the visual; it's it's the sound work with the it. Sound, yeah, yeah. Like the the <laughs> oh, yeah. the sound foley work. I don't know what they were doing. I was going to say, what do you think they had? What were what was the you know? There was some slapping, you know. Uh, there was a little bit, definitely. It might have been some like that. They just. You know, take like a steak and just kind of peel it. You know, like if you already have or, a cut and you're kind of yeah. rending it. But it also kind yeah. of reminded me. Go ahead, Andrew. Well, I, know, I was going to say it reminded me of when my dad used to take me to the meat processor when he would oh. kill a deer. Yeah. And you would hear the skin ripped off after, you know, preparing it to cut up to, you know. Yeah. Not to, that's to, exactly what it was. Not to gross out our, our listeners um, if we haven't already. But like it kind of <laughs> reminded me of when. Like when you get your, when you get a steak, you're at the house, and you know it comes in that little kind of saran wrap, you know, on the plastic, uh, and yep, you're peeling yep. that off the steak itself, like yeah. because what you're doing is like, oh, I'm getting ready to have a delicious steak, so that sound doesn't bother you. But for whatever reason, like it's that that foley work <laughs> kind of made me think about it a little bit. Like as I'm thinking about it, it's like it's kind of like that that plasticky sound as you're pulling it off of the meat. I don't want to get too, again. I don't want to get too gross. That was yeah. definitely by far yeah. the grossest part of the movie. The part that was the most cringeworthy, and we're gonna do later just to to gross you listeners out more. We're gonna do a top. Our top three is gonna be cringeworthy moments in movies, yeah. which is saying something because there was a scene of a daughter and a father in this movie that yeah. was disturbing. Was just disturbing. Yeah. That part because when because I was watching the movie, I thought that was the scene Andrew was talking about until the, the <laughs> said hand scene. said handcuff scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that part is obviously. I mean, it's it's super uncomfortable and it's yeah. Just, I mean, obviously, I know Andrew, you you have boys, but you can you can certainly appreciate you know 
the the severity of the moment in Sam and I both have daughters is just like why like yeah I mean, why how is that even a choice yeah. for a, so it's yeah. it's it's hard to imagine but you know people's brains are are, are wired strange yeah. my five word review um, which I think is kind of a play off of Andrew's was an introspective journey while bed bound. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, it, this movie is that it's about her, her, um, her, her trying to get free of the shackles that she put herself in because of, of the situation she had with her dad. Um, gosh. Yeah. So, Getting through some of my notes here before we get to some clips. Uh, I don't have very many clips for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. Uh, I did write that the guy didn't have to honk at the dog. It would have moved, but I guess that we need to establish that he's a dick. Yeah. We need to do something to get the audience to know that he's not yeah. the best guy in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did write, uh-oh, they left the door open. Take two seconds to go shut it. I can't. <laughs> I know that it creates tension and 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 it has to right because it creates a sense of ur- a sense of urgency for the dog and for Moonlight Man. So I didn't even realize that the door was left open. I thought that somehow the dog crawled through a window because all the windows <laughs> were open. Yeah, because I, I I was waiting to see the dog come through the window. Yeah, and I, we never saw that, so I thought, well, maybe there's a open window in another room, and I just. Didn't even catch the door. Yeah, the door. Like she looks back and yeah, sees that the open. door is open, and I thought, you know what's about to happen. Like you know, you're gonna go into the bedroom and do things. Shut the door. Yeah. Um, but although they're so secluded, I mean, you know, on you know, when, when I do stuff like that, I certainly open <laughs> all the the blinds <laughs> and and the doors, you know, to the house. Um, you know, neighbors neighbors can watch. I don't care. It, there's, <laughs> I know you're making a joke, but I mean, like, like you, there was a time period where saying where you had plans to build a, a, a cabin in the woods cabin. and yeah. I can't imagine, cause I know where the, the property is. I cannot imagine you leaving that door open longer than you ever have to. Um, I mean, n- n- no, I guess you're right. You know what I'm saying? I'll, like, I'll, especially I mean, if I'm also you know, I grew up in a house where the nearest neighbor was a mile away. You know, so we our doors were always open, always. Okay. So my hope for but, something in Boone, my doors would be open, but there would be a screen door. There'd be least. a screen door, yeah. And yeah, I don't want to let bugs in. Yeah, bugs and other wildlife. I mean, I, I don't know. Care about a, I mean, I don't think other wildlife would. would I mean, you, if you they want to watch, they can watch. You don't think fine. some raccoons going to start coming in and like? Uh, I don't know, eat some trash or something. That'd be kind I mean, of. If scary. I'm not home, I'm going to close the doors. Well, Absolutely, but anyway, being the, home, the, I think I scare them away, especially with what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, what is happening? Let's get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> I, I wrote this. Uh, this would have been a short story if they had voice activated Siri back then. Um, oh, true. You know, oh, I didn't yeah. even think of that. And you know, I, I texted you guys. Why doesn't she just shimmy the bed? Over, yeah. mm-hmm. I still think she she could have. I don't think the bed was heavy, but the the phone was dead anyway. So it would have been well. They 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 kind of make it seem like because when she finally gets the one hand free, I mean she had yeah. to put her shoulder into the bed to move it over mm-hmm. far enough so that she could use her foot to monkey grab the yeah. the phone, which was dead. But yeah, I really think that's that's a Titanic moment. That's a Jack and can get on the door type of moment for this movie where I really think she could have moved the bed enough in enough time. Yeah. Maybe show us her trying, even shimmy it over to the bathroom. I don't know. Yeah. But I think by shifting your weight, you could now it would take a while. But then again, Sam, let's just be fair. Okay. You, you you weigh more than she does. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like my two twenty five, I could probably, I could probably get the bed to move over. The worst case scenario is she moves only the mattress, <laughs> you know, like yeah, only yeah, the that's true, you know. Yeah. So maybe show us that that her attempting to do that and seeing that it doesn't work. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. By the way, I have to mention she's gorgeous. Yeah, she I've always thought so. Gorgeous. And, and what was it this that she was really... in? 
was it was something with Polly Shore back in the like early nineties or late eighties. Oh, I don't know. I'll uh, look. I don't remember, but but this gosh, movie I noticed especially because she was she was in makeup for for a lot, right? And her her second person there was in makeup, but she didn't have any makeup on um, after a while when she was chained to the bed. I, she it was in Son in Law. Son in Law. That's what it was called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought back then she was gorgeous, and she still is. Yeah. Oh, she was on Spin City for a while. I watched that show for a little bit. And was she not in? Uh... Oh, she was in the one with Jet Li. She's the girl in in, in the, that movie. I like that movie. It's well, not a good was movie. She in, was she in the Watchmen? Or is that am I yes? She is Sally Jupiter or Silk Spectre. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah, she's she's done a bunch of work. I mean, she's been working for a long time, and obviously, she we we saw yeah. her last week in Sucker Punch. Yep. Um. She was in Man of Steel as Kalor, but she only did the voice. Oh. Hey, she was born in Sarasota, Florida. That's just around the road. How about that? For me. So, huh. and then, of course, she's Haunting of Hill House. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she's great. I, I did see, a, so I was looking up some, some other stuff about the movie because IMDb trivia has been is always lacking when it comes to Netflix movies. And one of the things mm. I thought was kind of neat was that when doing scenes for the day, she would she chose to do her scene um, standing on you know the um, her too right the um, what was her name what was her character name Jesse she would do Jesse too right the the imaginary Jesse first because that one was in makeup and she felt that character was more powerful than Jesse one. Yeah. And so she would do her those lines that would get her energy up so that she could then expel all that energy in the panting and being panicked and whatever, you know, strapped to the bed. Because it's also easier to make you up to look bad than it is to look good. So it was easier to just make up to literally just come and just wash her face and then put some, you know, make her look sweaty, you know. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was some, mm-hmm. some, some interesting stuff. Actual, actual, actual genuine trivia that mattered, I think. Um, that was interesting. So maybe I need to start doing more of that kind of looking up than just relying on IMDb's trivia because it's not always very good. Um, I did write that I've been reading the Dark Tower series and mm-hmm. King does kind of like to reference his works and his... Uh, his in everything, yeah. Yeah. And it's like a whole... It's almost like a shared universe. Well, I did see today like... A, a map where everything is kind of connected in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really get into too much detail on it, but I always worry about looking at things like that to get spoiled. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Actually, like, yeah. I tend to try not to. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't look at it very well cause I didn't have a chance to, but I, um, like while reading the dark tower, there's a moment where one of the characters who is from Earth, that's all I'll say about it, mm-hmm. is uh, from our Earth, says, he makes a Cujo reference. <laughs> and so, I'm like, oh, okay. And then he makes, there's another one he does too, but I can't think of what it is. Oh, you think they make a Shining reference also. They make a Shining reference. Nice. Um, so, cool. I just thought, I mean, it's kind of neat. I mean, I guess the, the idea that the, the characters in the, the book and, you know, they come from a world where Stephen King works exist, whereas Roland the Gunslinger doesn't, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's—I will say this about the movie, but I have not watched the movie. I was told never to watch the movie if I wanted to read the books. And the problem is, is that I've been viewing the character of Roland as Idris Elba, and when they all, but all the descriptions is that he's a white guy, so they keep talking about yeah. him being sunburnt and pale. I'm like. How do I mentally picture Idris Elba with sunburned <laughs> and pale, and his and long curly black hair? I'm like, um, so anyway, it's fine. Nice. Um, cutting the wrist, cutting the wrist part was hard to watch. Oof. Uh. Oof. The last note I wrote was, I know she's in need of help and she's just trying to escape, but there's no immediate danger to her anymore. 
because she's sort of bandaged. I know she needs to get to a hospital to get bandaged up. But she thinks Moonlight Man's not real. She doesn't think that that no. thing is real. So right. can you not go by to the kitchen and like grab a bottle of water or like a like do you have any prepared food like a snack or something? I just I know that we needed a quick way to get her to the hospital and it's just quicker to have her crash into a car as she's passing out. And yeah, then, as, then, as as goofy guy is is whispering mouths into her ear, which had to have been a vision, right? Yeah, yeah, Him yeah. In the car was a vision. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just I don't know. That was that was that was one of the times where the decision was like, uh, you've been pretty clever this entire time. It would have been clever to take a bottle of water with you. <laughs> just saying. Um, all right, I'm gonna play a couple clips now. If you guys are ready. Yeah. And I mentioned them making reference to other this movie is a, is a movie that's fairly devoid of humor or joy. I mean this movie is it's kind of a hard heavy movie that deals with some kind of real things, um, real but, issues, real crazy crazy horror issues. Yeah. Like real horror. Yeah. Horror that could happen to you. Exactly. Ish. Yeah, yeah, not fantastic yeah. um clowns in the sewer, but like legitimate stuff. But of course, if you're going to make a reference to I know another Stephen King. I'm going to have to clip it. So I did. I probably gave him at least the weekend off. <laughs> Who could possibly hear you screaming? Except Cujo over there. There you go. <laughs> and, you know. and I know that maybe the director told Bruce Greenwood, who of course is our Star Trek connection of the, of the movie, to mm -hmm. say the line. But I bet you that that's written in the book. I'm, I would oh, almost yeah. bet that that's written in the book. Uh, this is another from, and Sam, you haven't gotten there. If you only read Gunslinger, then you haven't gotten to this quote yet. But he, yeah. when he said it, and here's the crazy thing. I'm watching this at work as I do. I got my headphones in, and I missed this line. And while doing trivia, I saw this. And I thought, wait, this is why I went back and watched so much more of the movie to get this line here. Everything dies. All things serve the beam. All things serve the beam. That's a that's a theme that huh. will will resonate, starting in book three, and keep going. Yeah, in the Dark Tower series, everything serves the beam. All things beam serve. as in B E A M, Be not like lima beam. Not bean beam. Uh, okay. The the idea that the earth that's actually a porno. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, now I captured this one as originally going to be the intro, and then once, but then I realized one, it was too long, and two, it's pretty dark, and I didn't want to start the, the the podcast off on such a dour note. But I thought it was really, really good dialogue, and it it was it's very good. This is very Stephen King dialogue. I thought it's really good. It's a minute and a half long, so just oh wow, okay. yeah. But I wanted to. I, I think if if you're not going to watch the movie. I think this is worth hearing. So just just tuck in. I normally don't do this, but this is the only other clip I have. So if you, you know, here we go. People are safe from ghouls and ghosts and the living dead in the daylight. And they're usually safe from them at night if they're with others. But a person alone in the dark Women alone in the dark are like open doors, Jesse, and if they scream for help, who knows what might answer? Who knows what people see in the moment of their solitary death? Is it so hard to believe that some of them might have died of fear? No matter what the words on the death certificate say, Because they saw at their bedside the moonlight man. Maybe that's just what death looks like. Not for you. And why did the dog leave? I just yeah. think that's great. That's I just, love yeah. it. That as is, soon as, that, 
That's so good. That's yeah, just, that had to have heard... been taken straight out of the book. I mean, that's just oh, yeah. total Stephen King. As soon as I heard, then why did the dog leave? I thought, oh my God, this guy is real. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way that it's a vision. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. Like mm. there's something there, whether it's yeah. death or just a dude or something, but something showed up. Something. And, well, then you've got the freaking bloody f- uh, footprint for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I oh, will one say thing I meant that... to go back to see. I. I was his ear missing? When, when the, you know, towards the last of the movie, um, you know, they he, mentioned this guy was taking ears, right? Yeah. When he was laying on the ground and she passed him, you know, she kind of passed out on him, but then woke back up and, and left. And saw was, him was mutilated there. Was his ear there? I don't know. I don't remember looking. I just remember it being just kind of a, a gross yeah. thing, but I just assumed that that was from the dog. I did too. Well, That's, yeah, but again. Because at be that point, we don't know that he's real. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? I didn't capture any tropes. This movie is a Stephen King, so, I mean, there's some Stephen King tropes, but there's not really a lot of just kind of normal dumb tropes to, to, to deal with, uh, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, here's uh, Gerald says, We should take our medicine is a reference to the novel The Shining. In which Jack yeah. tells Danny to take his medicine. Uh, when Jesse talks about the Moonlight Man's bag of bones, this is likely a reference to Stephen King's novel of the same name. Bag of bones, right? Bag of bones. And lastly, when Jesse is walking down the hall towards the Moonlight Man, and I had to go back and, and look at this because I didn't catch it the first time. When he's, she's walking towards the hall towards him, there is a shot of a rook's skull hanging from his neck. His neck. This is a reference to Cuthbert in the Dark Tower series. He is known for having mm. a rook's skull skull hanging around his neck. Mm. Um, he calls it his little lookout. So there you go. Now I do have to do this, and I apologize. This is a little uh, little my own horn tooting. I have a Stephen King connection, and that is I was. I was on the film set. We did a, um, the first film set I ever worked on was a Stephen King movie. Um, Stephen King has this cool deal where if you're going to take one of his short stories or novels and mm-hmm. make it uh, for either like a film festival or just your own personal whatever, he will only charge you a dollar for the rights to that work that work that piece uh if you're not going to make money off of it yeah and so the director was a guy named brian berkowitz and he was a grad student at nyu and so he had gotten a budget of about 15 grand and came down to north carolina to film the book the short story called sorry right number and i was the i was the boom operator on that it was the first film set i'd ever been on and we shot it in film we shot it on super 16 film and oh, it was cool. it was very cool, and the, the concept of the of the story it's real simple, is that a husband and um, wife, family, and the husband is a writer. He's a mystery novel writer, and one night they're watching um, his movie has just uh, his book is just made into a movie. So they're watching the movie on TV, and the movie's done. And he says that was great, you know good night and goes to bed and so she's sitting there just kind of watching tv the phone rings she answered it and there's a panic woman on the phone on the other line and she's saying you have to save him you can save him you need to hurry and then the line goes dead so she freaks out so the next day she wakes up she tells her husband she thinks it's her friend they go over to visit the friend the friend is fine they're not really sure what's going on they get back to the house her husband has a heart attack and dies yeah Fast forward 10 years, she is remarried, and she's still struggling with the death of her first husband, so she is sitting on the couch watching TV, and his movie comes on, the 10-year anniversary of the death of the guy that wrote this book that made this movie, and as the movie is playing, she absentmindedly reaches over, picks up the phone, dials a number, and then she speaks the line to herself you can save him if you hurry whatever and then hangs up and that's how the movie Ooh, interesting ends. right that's how the movie ends 
So it was super cool, and it was really cool to be on that set and uh, to do that. So that's that's my personal connection to Stephen King. Um, one of these days, I actually want to read that short story because I think that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, um, there's an IMDb listing for that movie, and I'm 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 listed as boom operator. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, but that also is a operator. that's also a movie that has only three people with IMDb photos. So <laughs> um, you should get your picture in there. I yeah, yeah I could or not. Um, I'm just happening to look in here to see if that guy did anything else. That director, um, so he only directed that movie. Uh, since then, he has gone on to produce Playboy's the antiviral show. It was a TV series. He produced some shows. He produced a short called Cannabis Pro Tips Halloween. Something called Dig... Digest, what? I don't know. And then he's doing a short called Christmas Buds. <laughs> All right. So, not really doing it, but... Yeah, well, that's fine. Uh, cool, that's it. Time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. All right, time for some cringe-worthy moments. That's right. Movies, oh, scenes that... we have to that, go through this, aren't we? Movies <laughs> that make you squirm. So uh, I bet that at least one of us is going to have the same as another. I would bet. Um, I had to cheat a little bit on one. So, Andrew, you can lead us off. Okay. So the first one I have, it's not really grotesque in any way, but it's really hard for me to watch. And that is the scene in Casino Royale where yeah. Bond is getting the oh, testicle oh, torture. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's one of my honorable mentions. Yep. Uh, I, I, I mean, it hurts to watch it. It hurts to it's watch. It's not one that I necessarily yes. have to look away, but it hurts to watch it. Yes, totally agree. Yeah. Uh, number two, I have American History X. Oh, um, shoot. Okay. With Edward Norton, uh, where he literally curb stomps. Uh, yes this gang member's head uh, with his mouth open on the curb. And there's something about the teeth that just, I mean, yeah, his head is smashed in, but there's something about the teeth that just, well, it makes him bite the curb. He says, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, number one, uh, one of the guilty pleasures that I have is bone tomahawk. Oh (laughs) God. How did I not remember that? Splitting oh, that wishbone right down oh, the middle. Jesus. And the uh, sound. Yeah. yeah that, that one's hard still, to watch. Yeah, that still bothers me. I can't believe I forgot about that. Dang. All right, Sam. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got um, my number three is the curb stomp. So I'm, I Andrew got me there. My number two is in 127 hours. Yeah. Mm. You knew it was coming. You knew it was going to happen. But when you start seeing him cutting his arm off with a dull knife, I I have to turn my head. I can't. I just can't. Can't watch it. But my number one, my number one, and, and it's another Stephen King movie, mm-hmm. is the misery yep. breaking the ankles. Yeah. The mm-hmm. hobbling of the author. Oh, my gosh. And this was before I had ankle problems. I could not. I just cannot watch that part. I literally, nowadays, I think I'd have to leave the room. Um, during that part, but oh, holy crap, that was, oh, I, it, it's almost makes my stomach sick thinking, thinking about that. So, Obi, what do you got? So one of my honorable mentions, this is my cheat because it's not from a movie, but in daredevil season one, when Fisk oh, yeah. beats to death, a man with a car door, <laughs> car door. And, and you hear the sound of his, I guess his brain Stole? hitting the yeah. hitting the ground. All yeah. that part churns my stomach. You don't yeah, see yeah. it, but you don't need to because you know what's going on. It's 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 rough, mm-hmm. and and the reason he does it is is rough too because like he just yeah. like in like bothered like broke up his dinner or something like it interrupted his dinner, and I did the Casino Royale, um, the the one too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and I also did I too did Misery with the ankles. That part. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I've never seen the movie, but I've seen that scene, and that scene gives me the heebie-jeebies. I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I did was in, um, I guess my number two, you can call it, would be in Hannibal when he cuts open Ray Liotta's oh, the brain and starts eating his brain. <laughs> I, for some reason, that gets me. I don't know what it is, but 
my number one, it's it's more like a thing that happens in a lot of movies than just one specific. But there's something about when like a hero and a bad guy are fighting and the and the bad guy gets stabbed like through the gut and he pulls himself closer, you know, like mm-hmm. to get to try to kill the guy or whatever. And he yeah. I just there's something about that that like like they would in in the Fellowship of the Ring, um, when he's fighting the Urukai that he gets him in the belly and he just pulls himself closer and the sword like oh there's something about that just it really gets me I don't know what it is they they do it kind of poorly but they also do it in the 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 uh, the Star Trek Ten with um, the guy that plays Bane but he's very young. They do it in that movie too. Yeah. Again, kind of the same thing where he's like pulling himself on the on the metal thing and then he tries to choke out Picard but dies. That's just something about it. Just ugh. So anyway. Um gross. <laughs> it's all gross yeah. stuff. There's, yep. there's other ones. I couldn't think of anyone else, anything else. Uh of course now that I'm thinking about remember paycheck that we did for the movie when they're hammering yeah. his uh his toes? That part's pretty rough. Too. <laughs> that part's rough. All right, and well, any movie, any eye gore, right? Eye gore, gore, finger gore, finger fingernails, fingernails. Yeah. Oh yeah, I almost added to my list uh, the scene from Casino where he gets his hand, uh, his fingers broken with a hammer. Yeah. There's something about fingers and eyeballs, just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're sensitive, right? Like they're 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 kind of our vulnerable spots. I mean, I mean. You can get yeah. hit. You no, can get right. hit by a rope knot in the nuts a whole bunch of times, but I mean, frankly, you you'll you'll, you'll be all right. But you need your fingers and your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like you need those things. I kind of need my. You know. I don't know that I'd be all right. I'm not yeah, saying you'll be I, all right. I I'm would, just saying. Be... Now listen. You had a choice between a hammer on your finger or a hammer on your nuts. Which one would you take? If the damage is. is <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if the damage is equal, you know what I'm saying? I think I'd take a finger. I really think I would take a finger. You're going to lose a finger? That's what I'm, like I'm saying. Like, if you smash yeah. the finger to, to, to it's gone, you, you've now lost your, you, you would rather lose your index finger than your, than your junk. Yeah, your, your, your balls. I don't know. I think it would hurt more if you, if you got hit in the junk than it would. I think once they're gone, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like once <laughs> you hit that one time, I think it's gone. Have you ever been kicked? Of course, I've been kicked there. How I wasn't. How long does that stay with you? Okay, you know, I get a little while. You know, you get it in your belly. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. it, it hurts. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you need your <laughs> index finger. You can't play video games without this. You could, you can play video games without your junk. <laughs> well, but you can't play other stuff. Yeah. Well, right. no, you're, more you're, important stuff. You're, uh, you know, your 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 kibble oh, is still just, there. It's just, just your bits are gone. But the bits are. Are important. They're not anymore. And not for us. For, for pain the, issues. The I three of us have our kids. We're done. So we don't need them yeah. anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not like we need them. Says you. Yeah. No, no, I, I need to fill the world with sand. That's uh, like <laughs> a terrible idea. Uh, I'm going to play this before this gets worse. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Thank you, Daniel Radcliffe, for saving us. Good gosh. We're going to give this movie a score of zero to 10. Yep. How many handcuffs are we going to give this movie? Andrew. I, I'm gonna give this. Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> Can I just say I'm glad Andrew has to go first? Yeah, this is kind of yeah. tough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it know if it. Because... I don't know if it helps you, Andrew, but IMDb has it at six point six. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's that's respectable. Um, I liked it a little better than that, though. I think I'm gonna say uh, six point nine. Um, so you liked it just a little bit better than Sucker Punch. Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, I did. I would watch this again before I'd watch Sucker Sucker Punch. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, Sam. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with Andrew there, and this is hard to 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 to, to judge. Um, I've got a six uh, hmm, seven point one. I'm gonna oh. give it a seven point one. Okay. I, I, it, it's a deep horror movie which i wasn't expecting and i and i did kind of enjoy it i literally it it, it kept my attention which was mm-hmm. something you know that doesn't happen a lot so i i liked it yeah yeah i think it's a good movie i think it's um 
a good psychological drama kind of a thing. I wouldn't use the word horror. I mean, really, the only horror part is the, no. is the wrist thing. But um, well, and you've know. got a dog eating a body. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of gross. You you've got you've got Moonlight Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but we it's... don't. But he's just a story, right? He's not. He's not actually scary in the movie. He's just... I don't know, but it scared me the first time I, I saw him. I was corner. a little freaked out, I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, yeah, but the first time you and think... And then you see him at the end of the hallway. I, he's freaky, dude. Oh, no, he, he is. He, he's freaky, but I, I'm, I'm honestly, me personally, watching it, even after when I went back to watch to look to see the rook on his neck, I'm still not 100% sure he was real until, you know, when she's like, well, yeah, they couldn't find my wedding ring. And when she sees him in the jail... Like, oh, yeah. he was real. I was still never 100% sure he was real. I mean, I know the dog yeah. left, but, you know, in Stephen King world, that could be a ghost, you know. And it also doesn't <laughs> help that right now my TikTok feed is mostly of ghost videos where, like, the dog is sitting there lounging around and all of a sudden his ears perk up and then runs out of the room because, you know, and then the camera swings over and there's something in the stairwell or whatever. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, without having been said, I uh, I think it's still good though. I'm gonna give it um hmm, I'm gonna give it a six point nine also. I think it's uh I don't know, maybe yeah. six point eight. What does that do for the score? Yeah, that's fine. Six point eight. I um I'm coming I'm looking back at some other stuff. Yeah, that I think that kind of fits. But so, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that fits. It's good. Um I don't know if I wanna watch it again anytime soon, but um, but if someone says, "Hey, it's Halloween. Let's watch another. Let's watch another Stephen King movie." I might, I might could put that on. There's probably other Stephen King things I would, want, I want to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanna... yeah. We almost did the the top three Stephen King movies. I mean, of the ones you've seen, is this one? Would you say it's the best? No, not the best. No, I mean, no. I mean, you're saying Shawshank. like, yeah, it's Shawshank is tank. legitimately the best, almost the best movie ever made. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's gonna take. You know, it's gonna take. I mean, even Shawshank's not my favorite movie. But I would consider Shawshank a, masterpiece. a far better movie. I mean, it's a, it is it is kind of a masterpiece kind of a thing. I'm trying to what think. Would you, where would you put this one? Uh, well, of movies that I've seen, because I I haven't seen a lot of Stephen King. Uh, but probably, I mean, it would be top. It would definitely be top five. Um, because a lot of the movies that he's done are kind of terrible. I'm looking at. The movies that he's done, let's see. Uh, I read Apt Pupil, but I never saw the movie, and that book scared me. That movie really freaked me out. Um, I've not seen that. I'm just going through as quickly as I can to see what ones I've done. I, I honestly just don't remember what I've, I've read or I've seen of his. Yeah. I, never, I never saw The Mist or The Dark Tower or... Um, I'm trying to think. So I saw, uh, I mean, like, I would like, I would watch the um, Shawshank, Green Mile over this. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What else? Um, this, this is definitely better than Carrie, which I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stand by me. I've never seen enough of it. I haven't seen enough of it to say that I would like one or the other. You know what I'm saying? I've seen like the first 20 yeah. minutes of that movie. Um, I've seen the original It. This is way better than the original It. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. most of the original Pet Cemetery. This is way better than that. There was one I don't remember what it was, what it was called, but they were like, uh, I have seen Firestarter, and that movie kind of scared me as a kid. Uh, there was one though. It was like these. These they were like animals or something. They were like aliens. It was really bad. I can't think Dream of catcher? Is that what it is? I don't remember. They look like weird big cats <laughs> or something. It was a dumb movie. Is that Dream I don't honestly don't know what it's called. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyway. So yeah, I mean Andrew, this would definitely be top I guess probably at this point, maybe like top three or four. Yeah. So um but there's just some other stuff. I mean, I would put this ahead of The Shining, personally. And I know what... I think I would, too. I mean, I know And I what, like The Shining. Yeah. I mean, I know what... A, what yeah, a, what I, a, I might agree with you there. I might agree. Yeah. Just because Shining's so long and mm-hmm. harder to get through. Yeah. And, and, and I, as far as cringeworthy, 
this one definitely has has that one beat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the uh, elevators of blood have nothing on the handcuffs of slipperiness. Yeah. All right, let's end this yeah. thing. Um, next week, we're doing something else. What do I already said we're doing? We saw in the darkness. Looking forward to that. Um, I, we're we're not quite getting too long yet, but I just want to ask: you guys watched anything recently fun? Or cool, or or bad. Getting no, I, we started season six of Shit's Creek, um, which is hilarious, but nothing, nothing movie wise. Yeah, yeah, I I can't really recall what I've done for the past couple of days. That's fair, <laughs> Mr. Grad School. I'm sure there's some other stuff that's taking your attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched very much of anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been my wife and I watched a handful of episodes of Lower Decks, uh the Star Trek Lower Decks show. It's really funny. Um I I can't force myself to get back into Umbrella Academy. I just yeah, it's I don't enjoy it as much as I enjoy I, the boys. I really. Oh, well, I like the boys better than Umbrella, but I I did enjoy. Yeah. I haven't watched Umbrella. the boys yet. I just I'm honestly, this is going to sound so weird. I'm not in the mood for TV. I want to be, I just want to watch movies right now. Um, yeah. I did go watch Hocus Pocus at a drive in recently. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. That was a lot of fun. You know, you know they're doing the sequel or yeah. a second Hocus Pocus, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the last thing that I, I did start watching at uh, your suggestion, Sam, the, uh, the social experiment network social oh the social oh golly yeah that, the social uh, dilemma the social dilemma the the netflix doc um i started watching that i'm about an hour into it like about 30 minutes left yeah so yeah. that's uh yeah yeah that's crazy fascinating it is really fascinating so anyway that's yeah. it that's our show my gosh that was um that was fun i'm looking forward to yeah, good next job, week guys. It's fun. Next week it's going to be super dumb and campy, I think, but it's going to be we summon the darkness. And can we thank Lady Wan again? Oh yeah, Lady Wan. That was that was awesome. That for, was awesome. Yeah, her yeah. coming on and uh, go check out her show if you if you uh, and if you're a listener of our show, her show is uh, Screen Fix. And if yeah. you have found our show because of her and her show, welcome. That's really cool. Yeah. And you know the the the. The pool is nice and cool or warm or whatever I'm supposed to say. So <laughs> it's gross, dude. Why is it the warm? The Kool Aid is yummy. Yeah, the Kool Aid is. Yeah, drink some Kool Aid and hang out. It'll be great. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I should stop. So I'll just say simply, our website is now cheapsecretviews.libsyn.com, where you can find our old episodes, because that's all you really need our website for is to check out old episodes. Leave us a yep. review on iTunes. That'd be great. Google Play, YouTube, Stitcher. Not Stitcher, but whatever. Um, Facebook is facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. And at Twitter is our... Or at Twitter. That's not a thing. At Cheap Seat Cast is our Twitter account. Cheap Seat Reviews at gmail.com is where you can send us an email. If you have any requests, um, we're, we, we're filled up until the, the end of 2020. But if you guys think of something that you would rather us do, I'm all for it. Uh, 2020 can't end soon enough. So if you got something that's appropriate, let's do it. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thanks so much, and we'll see you next week.